What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the She's Unoffendable podcast, where that she is me, your host, Rebecca Hamilton. I'm a law of attraction expert, an alignment life and business coach, a speaker, a realtor, and a soon-to-be published author. I love to help people bridge the energetic gap between where they are and where they want to be so that they can live the life that you like dreamed of. To find out more about me or how we can maybe work together, you can check out my website at www.she'sunoffendable.com. You can also find me on Instagram at she's unoffendable. Okay, y'all, let's get started. So today I want to talk about a couple things that I think people need to be aware of right now because there's so much going on. There's so much drama and there's so much um, pushing against going on right now that it is very easy to either A, be pulled into it, B, be pulled into it, but act like you're not, or C, I guess just be oblivious to it, which I'm trying to be C, but even I, with like the forever amount of practice I have of focusing on what I like, I guess, you know, because I find some of it personal, I think everybody kind of does. I would, would imagine there's not a lot of people that are out there right now that do not find something personal about what's going on right now um, in our politics, in our world, in our justice system. There's just so many things that are crying for help right now that I think finally are going to get that help. So I went in to talk about the idea of working in survival mode, because when you are working in survival mode, number one, one of the things that you know, I um, love about Joe Dispenza is that he really brings to light how much we have control over our bodies and over healing them and over um, just keeping them in good shape, right? We have so much control. And I remember doing a, or riding down the road, listening to Wayne Dyer. And this is when I was quite young. I was definitely early twenties, maybe even before that. And I remember hearing him talk about, he was doing this experiment that was like, okay, close your eyes. So everybody do it. Unless you're driving, you know, close your eyes and just get quiet for a second. And think about a lemon. And you can see the lemon sitting in front of you. It's sliced. It's got a little bit of sort of the juice sitting there. You can see it. You can smell that very tart, um, but just awesome, yummy, clean uh, lemon scent. And you pick up a piece of that lemon and you put it to your mouth and you just bite down. I mean, even my... Um, my throat is like, what are you about to do to me? Starting to get tense. My saliva glands are like, or, or I don't know, is that where saliva comes from? Glands? I don't know. But anyway, my saliva is definitely pooling in my mouth. And that's because our minds are so, so powerful. So it doesn't matter whether you have the thing in front of you that you're talking about or whether you're just thinking about it, it is still having the same effect on your body. And that was mind blowing for me. That was like, what the live in hell, like that really showed me. And then there's been studies where people who, you know, like legit felt like they were working out 
they did these brainwave things and whatever, and figured out that they actually did change the muscle mass in their body. So all of that is just so telling that our minds are in so much control of us. And we don't even understand how much, like I saw posted something the other day that just said, like, if we knew how powerful, when you know how powerful you are, you move differently. But the truth is nobody really knows how powerful we are. I mean, we're finding out little by little and as we tune in and as we, you know, become connected. And so that's really what I wanted to talk about today is survival mode and how to get out of it and how to become connected. And what are some telltale signs of that? You know, I, for many years, and if you've had trauma happen, um, you know that there, sometimes you go into survival mode and you don't even realize why you're doing it. It's like, it's so ingrained that you see something and it triggers something because you've put this thought and this belief together in your mind. And so as soon as you see this thing, like for me, for a long time, I was so not okay with walking up to a group of women or a group of girls. Why? Because my whole life I was made fun of. And so, because I had rashes from the day I was born and I was clearly told like with no uncertain terms that you are not okay. And we don't want to hang out with you. So for me, even after those rashes went away, which they did, even after they did, I still subconsciously had that going on. And so like, I talk a lot about, you know, focusing on what is working and focusing on uh, what it is that you want. And yes, like that literally does work in so many respects, but if there is something that's coming up that is standing in your way, something like that you need to deal with, then you got to deal with it in order to move forward. In other words, your manifestation, like for instance, say that you are, you know, envisioning all of these things, you're getting into the feeling place of these things, but you're coming, you keep coming up short. It is always because you're only manifesting to the extent that your beliefs and your stories support it. So you are not, you cannot manifest outside of that. You're not manifesting. You may be surprised that something manifested, but that's different than actually having a belief and a story around something. So it's something to think about. Um, so working in survival mode is something that a lot of people with trauma do. We work in survival mode until we get in the flow, until we get connected, because it is what helps us feel safe. So our ego is what sort of pulls that together. That's what pushes that together is our ego saying, hey, yeah, you need to be in survival mode because otherwise you're going to get hurt. Otherwise, somebody is going to hurt you. Something bad is going to happen. You're not going to be enough. Whatever it is, the million things that our ego does. And listen, y'all, your ego literally, it is there. It's great for competition. But even competition, a lot of times puts you in survival mode. And so your ego is there to keep you separate, to keep you special, to keep you outside and alone, because that's where fear can take over. When you are outside and alone, that's when fear takes over, right? When you're comparing yourself to other people, when you are people pleasing, when you're doing all those things, that's what that is a part of. It's a part of your ego. So 
you've got to be smarter than your ego. And one of the ways that you do that, and Eckhart Tolle definitely brought this to my space in the early 2000s when he put out his book, A New Earth. If you haven't read it, it is such a good read. And it is really, really helpful because what he talks about, well, in several of his books, and I've, I've read many, but um, what he talks about is the fact that you have to get present. You have to get present in order to release the ego because the ego lives in the past and in the, pre- and in the, and in the future. It doesn't live in the present because in the present moment, you're good. Like, even, and this is bizarre and strange, it's going to sound strange to you, but you know, I've thought about this present moment a lot. And even when you are in the present moment and you, there's something crazy going on around you in that moment, you're good in every present moment. It's just a different feel when you take it from present to when you start going future and when you start going past and you start like regretting and things like that, that's a completely different place to go. So something that I think is super important, obviously focus and being present moment is huge. Those two things alone will change your life. Just focusing on what you do want. And, and that's like, listen, y'all, it sounds easy, right? Okay, Rebecca. Yeah. We'll focus on what I do want. But a lot of times people are focusing on what they don't want, even when they think they're focusing on what they do want. And so it is important for you to pay attention. That's where the becoming present really helps because every subject is two subjects. Every subject is the lack of it and the abundance of it. So it's like, where do you want to be in it? And I've, you know, I had a client that she's really stressed out about money and we're trying to turn her beliefs around. And we were looking for what are her beliefs. And she's like, you know, I don't have a lot of negative beliefs around money. And I'm like, yeah, but the reality doesn't lie. You know, whatever's going on around you, unfortunately, I hate to be the one to break it to you, but it is very much a product of your creation. And, and that doesn't mean that it's the end product. And I think that's important to know because so many times we go, well, wait, I didn't want this, but you may have wanted this. If this gets you to where you want to be, if that makes sense, it's like, you have to take everything as a journey, not as a destination. So, you know, no, you may not have wanted to be in that exact situation at that exact time, but that, that situation at that time could be exactly, and I know I've lived this, that could be exactly what gets you over here, which is, is where you want to go. And that had to happen to get you here. So being aware of where you are on the subject is a big deal. So back to my client, um, she says to me, she says, you know, I said, well, what is it that you want? And she said, well, I just want to be out of debt. And so that, um, you know, even whenever my girls go to college, I, you know, will still be out of debt and I won't, you know, accrue like a big bill from college, which a lot of people think about. Right. And on surface, it's like, okay, well, that kind of, that sounds good. Like you don't want to be in debt. I get it. But not wanting to be in debt, it just brings debt closer. (laughs) Like you're not getting away from it by saying, I don't want to be in debt. Listen, that, that is the negative. So that is the lack. So you're saying that you don't have enough by saying that statement. And so every statement that you say, you can start to weigh it and go, 
What am I saying? Is this, does this statement mean I want more of it or I want less of it? If you want less of it, then generally you are talking in lack terms. So just something to look at and think about. But what cures all of that? And that's what I get super pumped about. I get super excited about because it's happened in my life. And it is something that has taken me really from nothing to something. And it is something that I've worked on and worked on and worked on. And that is connection. Your connection to self is crazy, y'all. When you connect to your higher self, when you connect to that piece of you that knows everything, like it knows everything that you want. It is an extension of God. It is, you are an extension of God. You are a walking, living, breathing extension of God. And I sincerely believe that. And I know that when you are connected to that higher piece of you, that higher self, to God, to source energy, to the universe, that is where everything is that you're looking for. And that's what's crazy is that what I see is a lot of people looking for that happiness. And, you know, and I started to think about this idea while I was blow drying my hair and you guys know when I blow dry my hair, it's on a pop and I was thinking of ideas. So I had two great ideas. One I'm going to share with you right now, which is the fact that because people, a lot of times equate money with happiness and we, you have to separate the two because we have different standards for inside, how we're willing to feel and outside what it's going to look like. And a lot of people have that standard for the outside way up and the standard for the inside way down. We're taking the crap. We're still living in survival mode. We are still people pleasing. We are still doing all the things that don't make us feel good. So raising the inside standards. And that's a new thing that I'm going to be really pushing and talking about, because I think that that's part of the message that gets a little cloudy is like, well, wait a second, I'm making all the money. But the truth is I've had million dollar clients who were making all the money and it didn't matter. It didn't matter that they were that they had all the things that were on their vision board and they had, you know, none of that mattered. So, because it's all really such an inside job and that is where that connection happens. That is where you find your real peace, your real joy. I always say joy comes from the inside. Happiness comes from the outside. And so those are standards too, right? Things make you happy. Feelings bring you joy inside brings you joy. So the way to combat survival mode, and obviously you're not going to do it just in one podcast, right? But it's something to start getting you thinking of, A, are you in survival mode? Do you automatically assume? If you are assuming, that is a really good indication to me that you are in some sort of survival mode and you're living out of the past. Because Otherwise you couldn't assume, right? If you haven't already lived something similar, if you haven't already dealt with somebody similar, if you haven't already, you know, had that food, then you don't, you don't have an assumption because you've never done it. So if you're, if you're, if you're, you know, start to get really clear on these assumptions that you're having and y'all, the assumptions right now are out of control. So start paying attention to the assumptions that you're having and that will start to give you a little bit of a roadmap of where you need to go, what's actually going on. And 
Also, obviously, you can gauge where you are and where you want to be. And that is a pretty good gauge. Like, hey, if I've been struggling with money forever, then what's in my money story that I need to really look at? Um, if I've been struggling with, you know, whatever it is, wh- what is in that story that I need to look at? So, um, but getting connected. So Ziggy's scratching right now. So you guys can hear my dog. He is, uh, you guys know Ziggy. You guys know what the deal is. <laughs> he does what he wants. He's hundred and something pounds. He does whatever he wants. Anyway. Um, so the way you get connected. So let me go over this really quick. Um, and just talk to you about being connected because it's such a big deal. And it's like, it's almost like once you get there, nothing else will do. You throw a little bit of a tantrum if you can't get there, if you can't feel that feeling because that feeling is so good and it's so high flying and it's so forgiving and it's so um, beautiful. It's just, it's that feeling of, I love everyone. It's that feeling of, even if I can't stand your ass, I love you. It's that feeling of having so much compassion and empathy and for yourself. It's the feeling of just being in a divine place that, you know, nothing can touch you. So if you guys don't want more of that, you might as well turn off my podcast now. Cause that's all I'm ever reaching for is that like feeling that's like, yes, because, you know, for me, when I started this journey, I wanted to feel good. That was my number one thing. Yes. I wanted money. Yes. I was broke as hell, but bigger than that was, I wanted to feel good. And so I think that's why I tuned into all of this so early because I really wanted that feeling. I didn't care what it looked like to other people. I didn't care what other people thought I wanted to feel good. So a couple things that you can do to get connected is some of them are very cliche, but they're very real, which is get into nature. Um, you know, go to the beach, walk on the beach, go to the woods, walk in the woods, um, you know, pet your animals, slow down, obviously getting present, but also meditating. The binaural beat meditation is one of my favorites. Joe Dispenza has an amazing meditation. Um, that is my favorite. I love to just go into meditation and literally say, thank you for 10 minutes straight. It will change your vibe. Um, obviously gratitude gets you connected. Um, you know, some of the shadow work, I guess they call it, you know, that, you know, I've read plenty of books on and that it's out there, the shadow work, the shadow work really is just there. There are going to be times when you have to focus on something that you don't like, so you can break through it and come to the next thing, but it's not, a bad thing because you want to do it, right? Like you want to get to that next place. So becoming connected is giving people the benefit of the doubt. It is writing about, you know, finding, doing the tuning thing that I talk about in my energetic hustle. Step one, I am, which is, you know, I am, what are the vibes that you're putting together today? It's like your outfit. Like what outfit are you putting on? Are you putting on love and compassion and happy, healthy, and safe? Or are you putting on, you know, annoyed and assuming and people pleasing today? Like what outfit are you putting on today? That's what I think of when I think of that energy tuning. And because the more that you're connected, meaning the more that you are going downstream on the easy place, instead of trying to swim upstream, 
the more you're going to be able to see the opportunities that are there for you to expand even further. So what I hope for every single one of you on here is that you find your connection, that you do everything you can to pick yourself up. If you haven't already, go grab my energetic hustle, go check it out. Y'all, we have a lot of stuff going on in the world right now. And there's every reason for all of us to live in fear and chaos. But I'm telling you that we are stronger than that. We have more than that to offer. And when we collectively and individually, remember one aligned person is more powerful than a million that are not. So what do we need? What does that even mean? Like, let's just calculate that out. What is there like a couple billion people on the planet? We don't need that many people to get aligned in order to counteract wherever the hell is going on. So get connected, start doing the work, start showing up for it and get out of survival mode. Start paying attention to when you're in survival mode, because not only is that like not creating what you want, it is actually hurting your body. Your body thinks it's in fight or flight and it is freeing toxins and whatever else in your body that you don't want. So pay attention to how you feel and work on your connection. Number one goal every week, work on my connection, work on my connection, work on my connection. And whether that means that you're praying, you're meditating, you're writing, you're creating your recipe of emotions, whatever that is for you, get cracking and let's get this thing going, y'all. Anyway, until next time, I hope you have an amazing day.